Hello and welcome to AF Eloquent, where we are eloquent AF about all things football. My name is Bart Welch. And my name is Emil Freud. We are eloquent as fuck about all things football, but we are not across our technology today. I We just did about 20 minutes of content and I realised that uh, for some reason the recording has stopped on my end. So we're going to try and uh, go for another and see how it goes and try not to bore ourselves by rehashing the same old jokes we made last time. Um, yeah, we're going to have to try and do it exactly as we did it because, might I say, I reckon it was the best 20 minutes we've ever fucking done. We were on fire and it was all for nothing. But, you know, you and I, we're performers, Neil. We can, I remember exactly what I said down what? to the last detail. Well, you? <laughs> I think it might be you who coined the phrase first, but that a week is a long time in football. But boy, oh boy, this has been a long week in football. It's been so much fucking on, dude. Uh, there's been... Dude, it's been wild. What has there been? There's been the Jeff Kennett uh, racism comments. There's been the crackdown yeah. on audience behavior and the way that, that kind of came to a head this week. There's been Jaden Stevenson betting on himself oh, and the fallout I, for I that. I can't wait to talk about this for the first time. This is going to be Fresh. so interesting to hear your opinion um, <laughs> on all of that, Emil, in the next 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, but there's been a lot, hasn't there? And then the fourth thing. What was the fourth thing? Ben Stratton. Oh, DJ BJ Stratton. Strats. That's it. And we haven't BJ even, Pinchy Boy. We haven't even talked about the, the footy that's been on. We haven't even talked about the footy. Now, that's true. We haven't talked football yet. We've just talked discretions and off-field football, the hot takes. Wow, that's, um, that's the headline this week, isn't it? It is, right? It is the headline, which and it's a lot to get into. Where should we Where would you like to start, right? I mean, last time we started and talked a bit about strats and then then went into Stevenson. Um, I feel like let's, let's, let's right. start with the easy one, Kennett. What a fucking yeah. cunt. Yeah. Oh, Kennett's a dog, man. He's yeah, an old dude. man. He's a really yeah. old man. He's a big dog. Yeah, I know. I know. He's yeah, man. That's that's gross. I think he's. I think you're too old to be saying shit like that, and you're horrible, and you shouldn't be president of a football club. No way. That's you a be horrible comment. Football club. If you're saying something that's like that. feeding into the yeah, that's feeding into the vitriol. That's gross. You think everyone who works for the Hawthorne Football Club is just a white dude? I doubt it. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. Even no, then. he's no good, man. No. I, yeah. For those well, who may not be aware, and I'm sure you all will be, but he said, what did he say? Um, the people who are, it was about the security guards within the stadiums in yes. Australia. People who, are secu- people who are in that role, um, they need to understand our game, whereas they look like new arrivals, is what he said, something along those yes. lines. New arrivals yeah, is the right. term he used. It's like, oh, how do you know that, Jeff? It's because you look oh, at yeah. the color of oh, their skin and raci- making a fucking Yeah, assumption. racial profiling. Because yeah. they might, there might be some of them who are from South Asian descent that they won't understand football. Oh, it's ridiculous! It's incredibly racist. Like, and also, does he not fucking look around at who is at the football? Like, right. are you kidding me? Right. Look at the look at the colours and the skin of the people who are watching the game. Like, it's ridiculous. It's Mate, it's a, a United Nations out there. That's right, man. That's something to be proud of. Our little utopia. Right. Uh, yeah, he's he's a dog, man. Yeah, he can't well, he can't be long in that role. I know he's his second time at it, but shit, I hope I hope he's gone. Soon. Yeah, I know, I know. He 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 won't be too long. He won't be too long, and he's not going to be long in that role, and he's not going to be long in this conversation anymore. So fuck you, Jeff Bennett. Let's talk about DJ DJ. Yeah, Pinchy man, Ben Stratton. Pinch. Yeah. Well, well, uh, you made the astute observation or maybe i did i can retell it i made an astute observation when we talked about this that it's been a good week for him to uh 
for all of this to unfold, uh, the pinching, the stomping, the flipping off the crowd, the being the captain of Hawthorne, um, when there's been gambling and apologies from the CEO to fans because of the security oh, yeah. crackdown and all of this stuff. So it's a pretty good time for, I guess it is a good time to pinch away, right? When no one's looking. Oh, it pushes it under the rug, isn't it? You don't, um, it's certainly no longer the headline this week. Well, it won't be the leading topic of conversation on Saturday morning on all the fucking footy shows, will it? No, um, it's done now. No, well, it is done I guess, now. I guess totally it, it, it did still get burned pretty hard, I guess. I know Isaac Smith came out and won presser and was like, you know, it's been two, two nights in the headlines pretty hard. Let's forget about it. And then thankfully yeah, for them. Clarkson as well. Yeah, it kind of said get over it, which I kind of, yeah, I understand that. But it is still, they're going to eat it up though. You're the captain and you guys aren't doing too great. And this is going to happen. This is the media. Um, yeah. But then a little fellow named Jaden Stevenson um, firmly took the spotlight. But wait, 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 but before we get into that, yes, Alistair Clarkson's point was that other people do it too. It's like, that's not, it's not, that's not a defense. Yeah, it's not a good defense, is it? It's not an offence, man. At all. It should obviously be a free kick on field when mm. the umpire said, and why it wasn't, and why nobody called it one. I don't understand. Um, I think it's because... Oh, it, and it's... it's. Sorry. No, you, I, was, I was just going to say, when the umpires... Oh, they're so scared to call these things sometimes. Like, it baffled me that they didn't call a free kick when Rampy went up the goalposts. Like, he ran over and told him to get down and didn't give him a free kick. I want to... Like, why is that not paid? And why, if the umpires are seeing players get pinched or these things happen like that Hawthorne umpire who was uh, that <laughs> that umpire who goes for Hawthorne when Strat was doing it to Charlie Cameron they were just like la- he was laughing at it with his mate DJ Strats that, guy, that guy's a Hawthorne yeah. supporter he got stung on it once because he had a right. Hawthorne banner on his Facebook and was a big Hawks fan and he was a umpire oh, that's during, right. during their dominant era free kick Hawthorne <laughs> That's but, it. But, you know, why are they calling these things? I think call it a free kick and call, call the Rams. Because they're terrified of making so mistakes, scared. man. They're terrified of making mistakes, which is on us as the media and fans, of which we yeah. are kind of oh, we're horrible foot in them. each camp, really. But Yeah, we're horrible. We're pricks. Like, yeah. the, the crowd are terrible to them. They the way we them, talk about umpires. Them. Yeah, they... Vitriol from making a mistake is, every is high. And, and then there's always the question, what if it happened in the grand final? It's oh, like, I know. It's, yeah, okay. it's, it's a nightmare like, job. It's not enviable at all, is it? Um, but like, no. oh, yeah, I guess that's it. That would be terrifying, wouldn't it? To call that those ones. But I feel like, like that rampy one, I know we're jumping back to that. It's been and dusted, but I would have been blowing up if, if I was a Essendon fan watching that and that happened and didn't get called. That's, that's worse Hell than yeah. that. You know, not making a call is like more frustrating nearly than making a bad call. Like, not making one because, oh, jeez. Anyway, what a nightmare. Yeah. In in the immortal words of Rush, once you decide not to decide, you still fucking, I butchered that quote. Anyway, you've still made a choice, but <laughs> That was exactly. He's made a ch- non-call. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yes. The lyricism of Getty Lee flowing through me. He had, well, it was very incredibly eloquent, Emil. Eloquent? So. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Very nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, Stevenson, Jaden Stevenson. Mm. Let me hear your interesting hot take on Jaden Stevenson, who put a bunch of little multi bets, three separate bets, um, three games. I think it was like Melbourne, or maybe Carlton Bulldogs and St Kilda. Um, yeah, and Melbourne yeah. Bulldogs and St Kilda. That's right. Yep. When, I, um, well, inclu- including one where he bet on himself to kick multiple goals. And then that was the one where he had that 60-meter bomb outside. Yeah, for 60-meter for torp. Yes, and big torp against the Saints. Third. 
And yeah, it was. Right. And would he have taken that shot if he didn't have a bet on himself for multiple goals? Mm, we'll never know. I guess you never know, really. Um, yeah. But yeah, gee. And point. their defense, his his defense and Hawthorne's defense, sorry, his defense and Collingwood's defense, said Hawthorne because they're used to defending themselves because they keep doing stupid shit. Um, <laughs> but his defense and Collingwood's defense has just been that it was a bit naive and he yeah. self-reported, da, 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 da. Yeah, young. Fuck that. <laughs> Bullshit. Lies. Yes, he's, he's young. And he gets a bit of a pass because all we do is advertise oh, gambling yeah. to young men it's in particular. ubiquitous. It's everywhere. It is absolutely everywhere. Everywhere. Um, and they so let's just there's that yes. and we'll just put that to the side for a second but there's no way that he didn't know that it was the wrong thing to do oh yeah naivety in that instance is not an excuse everyone knows that he would have known that it's not true it's not fucking true and the only reason he self-reported it is because he let it slip again to Jeremy Howe jumping Jeremy Howe yeah, man, he was going to jump him. straight to Walsh and tell him about it and so of course he yeah. had to do it his hands were tied at that point just got called out. He got confident. He was confident in his multi. Maybe that's what it was. He did that classic Too gambler's confident. thing. You know, it's like, mate, just got to get this one more game. I've got to kick two more goals in this big multi I've got going Ooh. on myself. And Jeremy Howard. Oh, just, mate. Yeah, didn't like it. Ultra, ultra Law needs is plus 30. My multi's comes through. Sorry, what? Yeah, that I'm would be... games of footy. That would be very jarring to hear. Just like, what are you talking about? That is not on. Right. Oh, yeah, he just got busted, right? He just got caught. Surely he's, he's yeah, not. He's absolutely. not. He's not that dumb. He's not that dumb. He's a country kid. He, he loves his football, but like he's not that dumb. No, he's got a good heart, but if you'll, um, oh, he does. I mean, no, he does. F- figuratively speaking. Yeah. Figuratively speaking. Yeah, he got caught doing something wrong, but he's a nice guy. Yeah, can kick a bag. Yep, can p- pick a multi. <laughs> Confident <laughs> and his abilities. Jesus. Um, yeah, it, it's pretty wild, isn't it? But we, we have obviously had that little chat about it, but you know, we did, I guess, talk about just how much fucking gambling is, is so present in the game. So it's hard for the AFL to really have a, have a crack at it when it's like, it's a bit of egg on your face there with, you know, you watch a, a game of football, a televised game of football, and there is a lot of advertising in and around that game. Um, it's everywhere, you know, pokies in our well, clubs, pokies in the, in the clubhouses, um, it's insane, man. Obviously. Gambling ad revenue is one of the biggest streams of revenue they have, uh, I'm sure. Um, oh, absolutely. And Same with, you can't, you know, as a country. Yeah, that's we right. Love our ga- we you love our gambling well, well, Yeah. You can't, on one hand, be outraged and hand out the harshest penalty you possibly can, which they did, although there's been a suspended part of it. Yeah, um, hand, and handy suspension till the final. Not acknowledge the fact that you are part of the problem. Yeah, it's a tough one. <laughs> yeah, and I, I made the observation on the failed recording that um, mm. this must have been the way that they defended having tobacco advertising within the game. It must be. Uh, we can't afford not to have it. Yes, we know it's a problem, but the re- revenue is so great. How can we have footy without it? Well, they found a way. They'll find a way again. There's always going to be people who want to watch, who wants to, ab- who want to advertise with the footy because it's the only. Footy is the only reason people turn on the TV. Or the like, it's the most. It's that's the biggest revenue um, for advertising spend you, you'll get is for live sport. It's the only reason people watch regular TV anymore. That's right, and I and I would would nearly bet Emil that like gambling ads would be the most common ad you'd see in those prime time slots. Oh, and like and like, look, like I'm, I've noticed that living up here in Sydney, as opposed to living in Melbourne for the last eight years, with 
the amount of pokies that are just like absolutely fucking everywhere. In like every little shitty pub, there's a like VIP lounge, VIP lounge here, VIP lounge, which is so funny in itself. Like very important person lounge to gamble in. Like it really is a stretch of the <laughs> of VIP of the acronym. Um, but, but did but, you know that Sid- Sydney is second on the list of uh, per capita pokey machines? Number one is obviously Las Vegas. Of course, Las Sydney Vegas. is number two. It's ridiculous. Whew. I didn't know that either. Isn't it just? I did not know yeah. that. And that's crazy to me. Hey, man, you learn something every time. <laughs> but it doesn't... You do. This is why I do this. I learn, I learn so much from you, Amelia. <laughs> and, and um, <laughs> oh, boy. That's, that's incredible. Uh, <laughs> I'm speechless. Yeah, well, they're everywhere. Uh, they're I, fucking everywhere. They are everywhere. Um, we'll, just, we'll change the topic now because that's, that's the week that's been. There's um, been a lot. And we've got a new segment for you. Bart's multi. Well, yeah, yeah, here we go. Brought to you by Sportsbet. All right, guys. Hey, That's it's it. Bart here from Bart's Multi. Let's get it. <laughs> How can we make a quick buck this week, Bart? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm all about a quick, quick buck. That's my that's my motto. <laughs> a quick buck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Footy from last week. What what are the big stories there? Uh, let's see. Adelaide smashed Richmond. Um, they put up mm. a brave fight, but they're quite injured. That seems to be the consensus from that game. Yeah, that's right. And you tipped that right as well, Mealy. You were two from zip and yeah. I was zip from two after these first few rounds. Um, Are Adelaide back? Uh, I think they're, I think they're a team that's a, that's a like fifth to tenth team. Sixth to tenth. Mm. Like, I, I think they can make the eight, but it'll be in one of those bottom spots. And I don't think they're as good as um, as Geelong or, or GWS. You know, even when they even when they beat them, I just don't they beat them there and they had a good game, but they're not as they're not as good when GWS are full and firing. You know, so that's where I rate them. Where do you rate them? Uh, yep, I think uh, I'm, I'm about the same. I think they some, somewhere in that mix, they'll most likely play finals, but I don't see them going too far in September. Yeah, that's about it for me too. I reckon, but unfortunately, I, yeah. I tipped the Tigers last week, trying to think that you know hope that they can just keep doing it in the face of adversity, but it's feeling, feeling like it's really uh, stacking up, if I will, their injuries. You, you like that? Oh, mm. doesn't yeah. that Eddie Betts Sydney stack moment feel like about two months ago? Ages. I literally forgot about it because <laughs> there was so much. Because right? like we said, and we coined, we might have quoted this for the first time in the, the pod we recorded before, I actually said a little something yeah. about a week being a long time in football, which is copyright, you know, but quite insightful, quite eloquent. Um, but yeah, that moment with Stack and Betts, which was fucking awesome. One of, that's the best thing. Loved that's it. the best thing ever. That's what it's, that's what it's about. Felt like a long time ago, yeah. didn't it? But geez, that was... Sure did. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, what about the Dons? Yeah, the Dons. Oh, geez, good on them. Okay. They're still, in the, they're still in their finals. They're keeping their finals hopes alive, which is all they... That's what, that's what they really should be doing at this point, you know, when they're not playing their best and they're a bit injured still. If you're still giving yourself a chance and you're six and six... Um, you know, giving themselves a run. If they get it together, which we know they can, they can they can, they can yeah. do anything from here. But yeah, it's they a can. good win. Do you, get, do you give them a chance over in Perth against the Weagles? Oh, some part of me is like, oh yeah, give them a chance. Like, oh maybe they can. I could see it in. I could see it happening. You know, if they get it all together. But um, but no, I'm going. I think I think the Eagles should win. They got Elliot Yo and Shannon Hearn back, and Hearn's massive for their team. He's, he's arguably a bigger in than Elliot Yo. He is. He's a big area than Elliot Yo for for his team. Yeah. Um, so well for what how he unlock how he unlocks the other defenders. Yeah. Lee McGovern especially. Exactly. That's big. Yeah. 
That's right. So, no, I think West Coast will win that, you'd think. But if they, yeah. if they take them over there, that's a big scout. Good luck to them. It's, that's, that's kind of a season-defining, we're announcing ourselves kind of win, hey? Yeah, it is. It is, right? But, yeah, so it was um, the Hawks, though. We're, geez, the Hawks are an interesting one. Where are they at at the moment now? Because they lost that game. I, I tipped them as well. Just, you know, the old adage, tip against those birds, if you will. Um, yes. And I, you know, well, I think Alistair Clarkson himself spotted it uh, and said it right early in the season where he said they're kind of mid-tier team, mid-range team. And that's that's about where they're at. It's They're neither here nor there. They're not in full rebuild mode yet, but you get the sense that uh, in the off-season, they probably will make some big moves um, to bring in some young talent and draft picks. Or I don't know. I, I don't see them. I can't see that they'll... Bottom out too be, much? Or? Well, uh, they will have to bottom out a bit. Um, or at least that's the theory. Although, I guess Geelong have proved that you don't have to do that entirely. Um I guess, look, if they got a Canelio, which or someone like that, which, you know, they should be right in the mix for, because who wouldn't want to go to Hawthorne and play for Alistair Clarkson? That's right. Um, still, you may not want to play under Jeff Kennett. No, it's Alistair still, Clarkson. that's right. Different different people there. And that still plays, playing under, under Clarko. And if he stays there, you're right. Right in the talk, in the race for, you know, Canelio and these these players. Um, yeah. Plus, if you play for Hawthorne, then DJ Strats only pinches you at training. So exactly. that's a win. That's right. And he does it really playfully at training. Still hurts. He still wants you to know that he's the boss, oh, yeah. but it's not as oh, bad yeah. as if you're playing against him. But arguably it's worse because he pinches you. You train so much more than if you were just to play Hawthorne as an opposition team. So you decide what what it's worth for you. Jeff Cannett, DJ Strats, uh, Clarko Premierships. So there's a lot to weigh up. Yeah. I understand why it's tough for these players. Yeah, um, I, I get the sense that they're going to rebuild, but uh, yeah, it would only take landing a big fish like Canelio, and you're like, all right, well they're fine now. Um, For sure, they've got enough pieces that 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 would unlock their team. Yeah, you've got um, oh, you got especially getting Omira, Mitchell back. Yeah, Omira Mitchell and Canelio, you're fine if you if your um, key position stocks aren't as great. That's easier to fill than these superstar midfield. Um, well, let's hope the Saints' one point four million dollar fucking offer to Canelio is um, yeah. enough. Surely some player soon is going to snap and go, yeah, I'm, I'm going for the money. Because for the last few years, like free agency, they were, they were counting on free agency being f- fair for other clubs because they were they were expecting that players would move for money. So when clubs like mm-hmm. St Kilda and North have all this money, they're like, oh, well, players will go there. But they players want to win premierships, so they go to successful clubs. Um, so, yes. But surely someone is due to take the money, Emil. And my club has the money. Come to me. 1.4, Cornelio. Let's do it. It helps that they've got their shit together on, off the field as well, the Saints, over the past couple of years. That'll surely make them a slightly more attractive proposition. Absolutely. They've got some players there now. Well, we've got, you know, Gubby Allen and these people in the back end and Lethers, who are all these old boys, old mates who know all these people. Like They're the people that Hawthorne have and your Carlton's have or your Essendon have. They've got all these guys and these mates. This is why it happens. Um, So hopefully we've got, you know, we've entered the boys club, that horrible, horrible boys club. (laughs) Speaking of uh, the Saints, they're falling, well, boys clubs, falling over the line against the Suns. Yeah, it was horrible. 
it was ter- horrible Oof. and terrible Oof. and really, really hard to be philosophical and calm and be like, oh, you know, still doing well. We've got to win six and six. That's fucking awesome. We've, season's alive. We can actually still make finals. All of this good, positive stuff. But I could not watch that and not be frustrated when, you're, when your team's dropping chess marks inside 50 and just like horrible miss kicks and being oh, just awful, just missing again, like just... Some of it was awful, man. But I guess if you had to put something, you know, we won the game. Oh, That's ne- right. I never want to. I rewatched four points in the bank. All of our games, you know, like last, you know, I've rewatched them all at some point. Oh, most of the time it's through the week, but like I haven't rewatched this one. <laughs> I'm not going to rewatch that game. It was terrible. Nah. nah. Uh, well, just, anyway, I wins like a win. Wins a win. Yep. It's like cool. Six and six. No injuries either. No, except for Max King. Did well, you see yes, all in that? the twos. Oh my god! You need to not talk about that, but or oh, him because yeah, you put that I'll voodoo him, magic I'll voodoo him too hard. I know. I will. I need to hold up. Got hold up on the voodoo, and leave it. Leave it for now. Yeah, he can just sit. Well, mm-hmm. you know what? Maybe it's a maybe it's a good showing because he was edging towards this debut, and it could have been an absolute nightmare. Maybe it was. A, it's a Jack Watts kind of move because he comes in and he's because he's so true. skinny, like. You know, Ben King still kicked two goals against us in the first half. They're fucking identical. And Max is apparently the better one. So he still kicked a couple. It can still be done. But maybe he came in this year and he went in there and he really got hurt. And it wasn't just a six-week injury. So uh, it's not great. But, you know, hopefully we have... um, If we have Hanbury this weekend, which by all accounts looks like it's going to happen because they're pumping it out in their PR, just like, oh, Hanbury's ready. He might be playing... Little interviews, pictures of Hanbury. That's the big stage. So that'd be fine if him and Carlo come back. Things are starting, you know, that, that makes us a better team. They're both classy players for us. They are. On, on, um, oh, I'll be interested to see how Hanbury goes in the Saints uniform. I'm really excited to, to see how he plays. He's, he's, they've copped so much flack for that move, and he must have felt the, the pinch and the pressure because of that. So no doubt he's really, he'll want to go out and, uh, put in a really good show. Whether or not he's capable, I guess that's the question, isn't it? How how is his form going to be? He's been he's been doing well in the twos, but the AFL is where it's at, and I'm just glad to see that he's on the park because it's a big amount of money you're paying him. It's a big recruit. It's a big deal. Uh, he he's he's got a four year deal. Yeah, you know? a four it year is. Contract. It is a lot of it's a lot of coin, and it's it's funny. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's me protecting myself. I don't know what it is, but like I really don't have very high expectations. I'm not really. I'm not thinking in my head about us being like a really great team with like, and we've got Hanabry, awesome. He's the, like, that's not going to make us a great team. He's just a good addition in our team, you know, a good person to have out there. I'm not, I'm not putting too yeah. big high hopes on him for whatever reason, probably just that, like I said, yeah. protection as a Saints fan. Um, but great to have him out there. Great to see what happens. I'd be pleasantly surprised if he gets 25 touches and he was, you know, wow, he's actually playing pretty well. This is good. If he plays out the rest of the season, I think it's a big win. Yeah, if he if he plays out and he's looking better than he did in his final year at Sydney or whatever it is, and he's actually got his body right, then it's then who knows for next season when we're more likely to compete anyway. It's not going to be this year, really. We were tipped to win the wooden spoon, you know. Next year, we we want him for the for these next few years. It's not just like the first three months of this year. Um, yeah. Anyway, Jack yeah, Burns is coming mate. good, isn't he? Boy, oh boy, I love it. And I love the turn yeah. in media too because they fucking bullied the shit out of him, man. Every time they mentioned Didn't his they? name, it used to drive me mad. Every pick time. three oh, picks one before. One pick you know. before Bontempelli, if you haven't heard. 
crazy. It was like systematic bullying, man. It was literally every time they talked about it in any media or any, particularly any print media, any like the Herald Sun newspapers were just all about it. So for him to be now just like easily one of our best players and can step up and do kick two goals in the last quarter, one from about 55 off one step, just like won the game off of his own boot. Got 11 tackles, man. 11 tackles, 30 something touches, two goals in the last quarter. Yeah, he's it. I think he got six in the last quarter. Six tackles. He's an absolute beast, man. He's a jet. I'm glad he he's is. glad he's come I'm, on. I'm really pleased to see him playing well. Fremantle mm. might be the real deal. I think Michael we, Walters, man. Oh boy, oh boy. I think we have to, yeah, fess up and be like put Frio in the who's good category. It's just happening. They've got enough attacking stars in their in their defensive kind of play. Like yep. Walters, jeez, they're, they're they're good. They're good, aren't they? You beat Collingwood and at the MCG. Playing over in Perth for them is such a big, such a boon. It it makes a big difference. Yep. Um, they're good. I mean, the injuries is the thing that people always mention, which is definitely significant. But you know, show me the team that doesn't have serious injuries. Um, yeah, they're, they're everywhere they're, this year. Everyone's got them this year. Maybe Brisbane or Adelaide don't have. Oh, Brisbane don't have too many. But like, yeah, Adelaide are pretty healthy, aren't they? Mm. I think so. But I think one of them, I think it's Brisbane, yeah. they have like two injuries or something. Nearly a clean full yeah. bill of health. Um, yeah, yeah, well, tell me this then, Emil, about this week coming, this week right now. Oh, we should say it's Thursday, like four o'clock. Um, so we're going to be like, yeah, yeah, just for anyone who wants to know. So tonight's game is going to, this will be out like after tonight's game. So skip all that bullshit when we did that. I think West Coast going to win. There you go. Bam. West Coast are going to win the game. Um but uh, Frio, Emily, talking about Frio this week, why are Frio, who are sixth on the ladder, why are they underdogs against Melbourne, who was 16th at the MCG, when Frio beat Collingwood oh, there two he, weeks ago? Are these the official Bart's Bet ads or uh, odds? Yeah, this is, a, this is a this uh, is a Bart's quick multi. <laughs> I'm going to hit you again yeah. with some hot odds. Uh, <laughs> yeah, great. The Dockers, man. Dockers. What do they know? Is it, they I know? don't know, because the Dockers have shown that they can win at the G. Yeah. What the hell do they what know? What is that? Uh, Melbourne? Melbourne have lost... Hmm. Um, I think they've lost about five in a row, maybe four in a row. And West... Yeah. And, and sorry, Freo have won like three, four in a row. I don't... That's... I don't understand. Freo... No. Freo are good. Freo are going to win that game. They are good. I think they're going to win too. Well, let's get let's into the get tips into this, this week. I do want to say yeah. very quickly, Charlie Kono seven goals. Very special. Very nice. Thank you very much. Uh, yep. Seems to be... You know, playing some inspired footy. I think he was always going to come good. He's had a tough season so far, been injured, um, but he's he's uh, showing why he's such a good prospect. That's really exciting. Seven goals is amazing, and Oof. I love that Turn, turning, Oof. playing, attacking, just kind of that usual that new coach, the, the David Teague effect. Um, it's yeah. really cool. It's great to see. And you lost by three points, and that's a bit of a roller coaster. But it's it's still a young side. That's a, it's how we play us young sides, Saints and Blues. And so that's it. Mm. And the silver lining is we twice came back from thirty-four point deficits twice. Yeah, that's amazing. And almost snatched the game. So that's good. that's got to be um, that's the positive there. And we fell asleep at the top, and they were fucking good at the in the first quarter. They were yeah. really good. Um, the dogs can give it to you, can't they? So, when yeah. they're on, when they're on, they're Ooh. amazing. Um, and a good yeah. and obviously you know good win for the dogs, get, getting that win three yep. points. Both scored over a hundred. That's pretty impressive. That's an entertaining game. And then um, sure is. And then on the last game of that week was um, North and the Giants, and that was a hard game. I watched a bit of that. It looked tough and contested. Same. And as the good sides often do, they put their foot down at some point in the last five ten minutes of a quarter, and they pile on five or six goals in a row, and then the game's over. Man, 
that period of about three minutes where they kicked about three awesome goals from yeah. both pockets. Yeah, it was sick, wasn't Whew. it? Delidio and like, they, yeah. just, they just had so much class there, didn't they? Toronto. Toronto, that's mm. right. Yeah, it was awesome. I, was, I watched mm. that. It was it was impressive, isn't it? There's that class, class finish. Good good call regarding Toby Green uh, last week, but oh, yeah. uh, he does, he, he, he's a very important player for mm. them. When he plays, they... They're All right. a better team. All righty, let's do it. I'm tipping West Coast. Look at that. We're jumping in. I didn't even say the venue because it's already done. Everyone knows. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows that West Coast won that game. By, and uh, we, all know, yeah. we all know they won it by, um, uh, yeah, they won it by 22, wasn't it, Emil? 22 points? I think. Is that what it was? I, I thought it was 26, 26 points. But yeah, 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 that was about it. was right. either 22 yeah. or 26 points. I'll check later on. Yeah. Um, Something yeah, like well, we both. Stringer was a big out, wasn't he? Big God, out. Jeez, no, they missed, Stringer mattered. Well, they Oof. missed him. And what about that Shannon Hearn? They needed that bull in the midfield as much as they needed. Oh, mate, he just frees McGovern up in a way that is incredible. It was amazing McGovern seeing McGovern looks like a different player. Exactly, wasn't it awesome seeing him back to form like that? And I think he took eleven marks. Like that's that's amazing. He played his played his real game that he likes to play that intercepting Oof. role. Shannon Hearn, huge in 400, 500 meters gain. Pretty great. It's a big game, man. It's a really big game. Um, yeah, so that was a great win. Um, but now, Friday night. Tonight, if you're listening on Friday. <laughs> Tonight's game. <laughs> is it, I'm going to this one, mate. This is... I'm going. Oh, this is an interesting game, mm. man. This is... Um, this is, is going to... This is a bit poised, really. Swans, who had that good win last week. Amazing win. Um, it's West Coast. Sorry, not... Two weeks ago. Uh, not last week. The week after. Yep. Week before. Uh, and the Hawks, who will be without their captain, bringing back the ex-captain to fill the yep. leadership breach, perhaps. Um, what do you reckon? Mate, I reckon... Well, first of all, I'm going with friend of the pod, Dylan Saville, from the ABC. Very um, nice. Which Very is awesome. Nice. I think he's... Uh, hopefully, we can sit in some s- sassy, sweet-ass media seats as well. Let's hope. I can only hope, merely, someone can bring me to these nice events. Um, so, going with Dill... And because he's gone to this game for a few years, a bit of a tradition for him and um, a few other people, a few Tassie mates. They've just gone to this Sydney Hawthorne game for ages, I reckon years since that, their kind of rivalry when they won all their flags. Anyway, so he's coming up for 24 hours of power, just coming for the night. We're watching the footy. And on this game, I reckon this is a perfect time. I'm going with the heart. It's all heart here. They've been smashed in the media, Hawthorne. They've had Jeff Kennett. They've had Clarker come out and say some stuff. They've had DJ Strats pinch his last pinch um and it's a big and everyone's saying they're kind of mediocre and that's kind of it and sydney have come off this big win and they're finally getting some swagger back at home perfect time for ruffy to come in you know play like the old the ruffy of old and those hawks to get up i'm going for hawks and an upset Woo! boom Mm -hmm. i like it i like the narrative but i i'm gonna go for the swans in this game i Mm. think that they're clicking into gear, and I think that the Hawks, rather than pushing through the adversity, it's going to cause them some friction and some dysfunction um, as they question who are who they are. What do we stand yeah. for? Are we the family club or are we a bunch of little pinches? Yeah, okay. exactly. That's right. Racist pinches. Yeah, that's it. True. All right. Well, next I'd game like of the round. Think, yeah. No, no, no. Let's go. Off them. We'll see. We'll see. Up the birds. <laughs> Up the birds. Mm. Um, at the G on 145 on Saturday, it's that the aforementioned Melbourne uh, Dockers game, Fremantle game, mm. uh, where, as you rightly said, Fremantle are surprisingly outsiders. I suppose 
I don't know. Maybe there's some record of Melbourne and Fremantle. There. I reckon that'd be it. at the G. Maybe I don't know. I my my tip is Fremantle, and I reckon Hogan's going to come out and kick a big bag. That being said, Stephen May is probably a, as good a matchup there is for Jesse Hogan. They're pretty perfect, and it's perf- it suits everything, doesn't it? It suits the narrative of the trade and both of their respective years. It's absolutely perfect for them to play against each other and have a classic matchup. Let's hope that happens. I guess anything could happen with this game. It's, it's in it's in Melbourne. But but the D's, you can't... How many times do you, do you pick them? Like, they've lost four in a row. They're not in, in good shape. Like, the Dockers are top six, and they've won a bunch of games. And Yeah, why are they going to just do it this week? What do they know that we don't know? <laughs> That's it. Man, if we had a segment in our show called Who's Not Good, Melbourne would have been in it from the start of the year yep. and wouldn't have come out. That's right. And Freo... Unfortunately, we would just have Who's Good and yeah. that's where Freo That's are. right. Freo They're have good. just um, been upgraded into the Who's who's Good category. They're good. Um, mm-hmm. So, well, going on that, basing that, Freo. Freo are going to win. I think so. I think they're going to win. But I think there's going to be a late surge from Melbourne. Mm. And... Jesse Hogan's going to kick an important goal with a minute and a half to go, and Fremantle will win by seven points. Jeez, this is some. Let's see that spooky, vo- spooky voodoo shit come to, come to life, Emil. Love it. I'm, I'm, well, you know, I am merely a vessel. The universe's wisdom flows out of me as. Uh, fuck, I don't know. Oh, well, that's that's, that's how, how works, I describe. Right? Yeah, it is how it works, and that's also how I describe you as well as merely a vessel. This, wow. <laughs> The, when I when the, I t- the knowledge, <laughs> the universe just flows through him. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's how I talk about our podcast. We we, we just zen out for about an hour and right. just brrr, I don't out even, comes. I don't even know gold. what happens. Yeah, well, I don't even know what happens. It's like this weird semi state of consciousness. We have a memory of this. <laughs> it is like a memory. It's like we've already done this once today, Emil. <laughs> oh, bizarre deja vu. Yeah. Ah, your mighty oh, saints playing yes. at Marvel against the Tamed Lions. That's right. Uh, who are coming off the bye. Mm. Um, I think that I got to say, if the Blues hadn't beaten, if the Lions had beaten the Blues two weeks ago, then I'd back the Saints in this game. But I, I, I feel like the Lions. It's the scene of the crime, Marvel Stadium again. Yeah. I'm afraid I think the Lions are going to get up for this one. Yeah, so do I, unfortunately. I just think the Lions are a better team than us. Like, if we play like we did last week, we're not going to beat the Lions. And we've played a little bit like that for the last few weeks. We've played just a bit sloppy. And so I can't see us changing that style of play. And therefore, I can't see us beating the Lions because they're just a better team. So, yeah, unfortunately, I'm going to the Lions too. But, geez, I'd love to what be wrong. What if Hanabry... Hanbury could be the piece of the puzzle, but oh mate, we can only link. dream. <laughs> we can only dream, can't we? I'm not going to engage in any of that, any of that at all, <laughs> um, at all. I'm just going to watch no, the football no. and place no expectations on the Saints as, to the best of my ability, which is very hard to do. But you know my mind. Oh, if Hanbury has a seven touches in the first quarter, oh boy, oh boy, I'll be hot on the text line. <laughs> Actually, no. I'm going to be. Well, oh, I'm going to be bloody working. Just realize what time it is. Don't tell me. Don't spoil oh, no. Um, <laughs> no, no, no spoilers. Uh, well, look, leg speed is something that the Saints kind of have, and that's been one of the biggest knocks on Hanbury of the past year or so. Is that two, two years that he hasn't? He's a bit slow and he's a bit old, and you know. But they have leg speed. They have. You, you guys have leg speed to spare, right? Yeah, we do. We've got some pace um, now. Nick Hine debuted last week. He's super fucking fast. From Essendon's yes. VFL, 
played him in forward line, yeah, which yeah. is very weird. And then whenever he moved, because he's half back, he's that sexy running half back. I don't know why we played him in the forward line. He he moved back there a little bit through the game, and then was like, "Here you go, here we go." He got yeah yeah two tackles, two like a little tackle and then a follow up tackle, which and he kind of bumped him on the kick, and the, and that was caused the turnover that created a goal. It was like he was massively involved. Yeah. So like playing there. Anyway, yeah, we got pace. We could do it. We easily could do it. Saints are very unpredictable. But I, I think the Lions are a better team. So they, they just should win. Um, but who knows? Uh, what have we got next? Yep. We got um, oh, classic let you down, Port Adelaide. Um, yeah. Who let me down again. I can't, I can't tip them. I can't, I don't, they're so hard to tip. Adelaide are playing uh, Geelong at Adelaide Oval on, on uh, Saturday night, 740 what do you think about that? Pretty obvious. I think is that it? it should be, but uh, this is Port. Oh, Port always let they you down. Do. That's the rule. Except, except they, they they have to. You have to have an expectation of Port Adelaide to be let down from. True. And there is an occasional game where they will give you a reason to believe. Yeah, that's right. What For lets me, you? This, this is that game. What lets you down must come up. Must let you up. That's Once right. Geelong have a horrible, horrible record after the bye. It's terrible, isn't it? And it is. Port should rightly be angry, oh very God. angry about the way that they've played this, this year. This is funny. I think the stage is set. I feel like you're swinging me. I feel like I'm, I've been, I've bought this so like hook, line, and sinker. I'm wanting, to, <laughs> I'm wanting to be like, you're right. He's fucking right. This is the game. Tip Port. And I know I do it up next week. I'll be like, why? Why did I tip Port? Why, why did I do it? Geelong are first. They've lost one game. Why did I tip Port? <laughs> fucking idiot. But I want to do it, Mealy. God damn. <laughs> Oh, mate. So you're tipping Port? Are you tipping Port? I'm tipping Port. Oh, yep. God damn you. Fuck me, man. I think... There's a reason that people keep mentioning Port in these conversations, and right. this game is going to show us why oh. the best of Port Adelaide. Yeah, bloody right, aren't you? I'm going to stick with Geelong. It's I'm going to stick with Geelong. It. It's you've really convinced me, though. Jeez, you've convinced me. I'm sticking with Geelong. No, man. you should stick I'm with Geelong because you'll, you'll you'll get yeah. Okay. You'll probably win that tip, so that's why you should do it. I know, but I'm I'm such a like mm. each way kind of guy. <laughs> so I'm imagining <laughs> I can see how it happens Anyway Geelong for me <laughs> Should be more confident Anything They're each amazing. way About this next game uh, Bulldogs, Bulldogs versus Collingwood At Marvel On a Sunday afternoon um, oh, The each way side of it Is that The Magpies Have looked beatable A little bit In recent weeks And we know that the Dogs Can play a fast brand of football When all their mids Play really well And if they They're pretty inaccurate As a team But if they Kick those behinds, you know, those early behinds are goals, and they get this little run on because they can kick quickly. That yeah. would be how that would be how the dogs would um would get up. But I um I think Collingwood are still a too good a side even at Mar- away from home, away from home at Marvel down the road. Um, so I think ah uh, sorry, I think Collingwood will will still win the game. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think a lot of scrutiny on Collingwood this weekend for obvious reasons and. They tend to do well in that kind of way when they're um, when they're under the spotlight. They tend to kind of bring it out, unless it's a grand final against Carlton, of course. Um, that's just a bit of a you know, bit of a dig, dig it a out little, past. Um, yeah, a little. Uh, yeah, I think. Say again. Oh, sorry, it doesn't. I said oh, a little dry. I think by. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Bulldogs look great when they're winning the clearances, and they did that really well against us early days, or for big parts of the game last weekend. Um, and don't get me wrong, we have a we have a we're a good clearance 
team, but we're young. Collingwood are a very good clearance team and they're experienced. Um, and I don't think that they're going to, they're less one-dimensional than we are in our reliance on Patrick Cripps. So I, I, don't, I don't see Collingwood being overrun. And honestly, I think Liberatore is huge for Western Bulldogs. I think it's a massive out. I think the reason we got back into that game again last week is because Liber went out injured. Yeah, he he was he's so important. He really is. He's super integral. And so taking him out of their midfield and then also um, having Grundy up against English is a very big battle. Mm-hmm. Where, um, yeah. um, so, you know, I've, I feel like Collingwood should get over the top of him in the midfield anyway. I agree. Well, matey, we've, um, we've done a nice 40 minutes here, which is our usual podcast time for us. 40 minutes, that's what we always get to. Um, and we got no... Spot right, on, on the button. Exactly, right on 40 minutes. <laughs> and we got no history Ooh. this week. We're having a, having a bye week from history. We've had like dense ma- yeah, yeah. research, which you're doing, again, you're yes. doing great with all your, your histories. Thank you again for bringing that to myself and the listeners. It's been sweet. Well... It's a good. It's good for me to discover it as well because I don't know half the shit before I look into it. So it's it's a good little task to set myself. To set myself. Uh, next week I will, will be back with a Tasmanian footy story because that's where I am right yes. now. I'm in Tasmania and I want to want to be influenced by the local flavour of football. That's amazing. Yeah, Emil's still mm-hmm. down there in that log cabin, still working at Dark Mofo, and he's got a he's got a haircut yeah. to to boot. It looks very Tasmanian in its lumberjack sensibilities, but it's also had a sweet little fade up the side, a little up the side, which uh which very much yeah. suits this festival. So good luck to you, Emil. You're looking great. <laughs> and you, I look bro. forward to next week's uh, episode and and next week's history as well. But uh yeah. Yeah. Mm. But everyone, thanks for listening in. Um, we've got AF Eloquence at, uh, on Instagram and on Facebook. Also, AF Eloquence at Gmail. If you want to hit us up with any like questions, any stuff you want us to talk about. Um, yeah. Emil, got anything for us? Oh, yeah. One thing. One thing. You promised us during the week that you'd ask your uh, friend of the pod and Giants ambassador, Alex Williamson, about the status of Cornelio. Now, there's been a little bit of development. Mm. It seems like he's even... he's, he's probably going to re-sign have you got any mail on that one Bart? no i don't i've he, he sent me a link when it was the link of st kilda offering big money to this uh to Cornelio, and he was more saying no 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 don't do this you know that kind of talk so it wasn't a much of a like okay. this isn't happening <laughs> or like i'm worried he could be going but i don't know i think I'm, i think you're burying the lead but that, that an official who giants ambassador me? was in legitimate fear of losing Cornelio because of the St. Kilda football club. Unless he's, That's maybe you. he's leaning in. He's like, oh no, don't come and get Cornelio while he's texting and he's uh, going yes. like, <laughs> he's sitting with, he's sitting with <laughs> Cornelio, just sitting next to him, just right. having fun with my emotions. Maybe he's doing that. I don't really yeah. do that though. He's worried. He's coming. He's coming. Come the Saints. Or maybe, maybe, Maybe he's leaking it so that we report it and it puts the price up because then Carlton or Hawthorne jump in and try and have a bidding war, you know? Maybe it's all part of an elaborate Giants fucking scheme. If someone's if someone's listening to, th- to this podcast, and not only to this podcast, but 42 <laughs> minutes deep to find a hot take, they are, doing, they are earning every dollar they earn. They are earning it tough. Oh, We've hidden it well if we if if boy, that's oh um, if that's the nugget within this. Well, show. they have yeah, they've done a great job listening through. So we say thank you to them, to Jay Clark from the Herald Sun, whoever you are. Oh man, well I'll keep my I'll keep my uh, my ears out, my eyes out. I'll keep all of my senses 
onto Alex Williams. <laughs> I'm going to be touching him. I'm going to be smell, smelling touch, him. Yeah, the works. Um, and I'm going to try. I'm going <sighs> to find out an answer for us, and let's see if I can break that. Break the hot scoop on our pod. Let's try and break some news, merely. We're going to break some news this Let's year. Do it. That's a that's a goal for us. Find some breaking news. We shall. Well, we'll uh, you, you'll you'll hear us again next week uh, for round fifteen of AF Eloquence. Um, thanks for joining us again. And, and as Bart said, hit us up on any of those socials. Um, look after yourselves and have a good weekend of footy. Yeah. And hopefully, look, don't get distracted by any of the bullshit. No. Remember, it's just. Footy is the Yeah, thing. watch the pure the game. the game. That's right. Watch the game. Don't get distracted by the noise, right? Don't worry about the noise. Right. Just watch the footy. And if you're going to insult an umpire from the crowd, just get creative. Yeah. You don't need to swear at him. No, just get creative. Use your words, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we like on AFL Equins. That's right. about the words. words. Yeah, that's right. Use them words. Speaking of words, I'm going to say a, a last couple, and then I'm going to see you later. Bye. Farewell. Bye-bye.